Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast, the podcast for all things operations. Hello, Operate Intelligently listeners. The episode that you're about to hear with Leslie Douglas was actually recorded on March 12th, 2020, the last day that I was actually in our office in North Carolina and the last trip that I've made. I've been working from home, as many of you have been, through this pandemic. Hopefully we get back to our office in the studio soon. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Operate Intelligently listeners. You are here for another episode, and this is a great one. I am in the podcast studio at the Galactic Headquarters of Dude Solutions with Leslie Douglas, who has been with us for six years as our manufacturing sales manager, uh, which that's what she does now, but she's done a ton before that uh, to build up to today uh, where she is here in the organization, but she also works outside the organization with other associations to help employees and members feel a sense of connection to their work their mission, and ultimately their greater life purpose. So, Leslie, first and foremost, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Josh. And this is your first podcast. First podcast, uh, long-time listener. Long-time listener, first-time podcaster. So, where'd you come from? You know, you, you've been here for six years. You, uh, you have some other work experience. Well, how did you find sales being your passion? Definitely. I think sales has always been in my blood. Um since I was little selling Girl Scout cookies all the way through working for Ecolab in uh, infection control and selling coffee service, laundry soap. I, I eventually became passionate about the software community and how that can help people and um, ended up working with Oracle and uh, worked there for a few years before finding the dude. and really fell in love with the, the mission at The Dude and, and our clients and what they stand for. And I think sales has just always been a part of, of my blood. Yeah, and then th- those are some great experiences. I think uh, the purpose there, uh, especially with Girl Scout cookies, is is definitely an easy find. I'm hooked on the, uh, what are the coconut ones? Oh, Samoa's my favorite. Samoa's. Mm-hmm. I, was draw- I don't know how I drew a blank. I got about 58 boxes of them. Oh, they're Caramel Delights now. Oh, yeah. is oh, that yeah. what they're called? Mm, definitely. Oh, Once a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I have a, uh, I have a, a sales extraordinaire of Girl Scout cookie uh, uh, Lucy is her name, and she is phenomenal. My mom actually makes her sales pitch me. She doesn't let me just order them. She has to sales pitch me and tell me all the new products. They now sell nuts. They've got magazines. I've got dill pickle nuts at my house. It's crazy. But um, what's really cool about it um, is that whole sales experience and understanding what you said in there is purpose. Yeah. Uh, finding that purpose um, is sometimes it's hard, right? Definitely. And sometimes it'll actually turn you away from being in sales uh, all together. So I'm really I'm really intrigued to understand, you know, how did you find that this was it or how did you find that you thought the others were it? And then what were some of the outputs of that? Like, I think you like to do some public speaking now and we'll get into some of your outside of work stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of it really um, stems from when you find something that you feel like you're helping people. And uh, a lot of times sales can be that go-between where you're finding problems and solving them and, and helping people people solve those problems, connecting what their desired outcome is with a solution that you can provide for them. You can tell when you're it, it, kind of your, uh, uh, your attitude and your mindset, you're always smiling, you're upbeat, your team has just done amazing things. I mean, especially over the last three years, 
I've watched the manufacturing team not just grow in business, but grow grow in mindset and grow in professionalism and understanding and really that that tie-in for making a difference. Um, so let's let's go with public speaking. Let's you're doing a bit of that outside of the dude. You're doing a bit of that inside the dude. I where did that come into play? Yeah, I've been working with a few associations um, locally, a lot with women in sales and just finding your brand and your identity in how you bring that to work and at home. And I think that um, that has just translated into speaking to different groups and figuring out how their employees, their uh, membership can really feel connected to the company's mission and vision, but also staying true to themselves. Mm-hmm. And the, the brand is a uh, brand and identity are two really um, key words in that. That yeah. what you said, which you, a lot of people have a hard time figuring out what their identity are. Who are they? Mm-hmm. You know, and then what does that outside world see? You know, the brand of the dude for me is is me first and foremost in sales. I always say. I'm not selling the dude, I'm selling me for you to work with me. Definitely. How, did, how, did, how hard or easy do you think it was? Um, you know, this is a highly male populated arena. You know, mm-hmm. it's 90 plus percent of the people that you're calling are men. And, you know, how was that originally when you were, you know, building your brand and building your identity? Was that hard for you? Was it easy for you? I mean, I... I I don't know how to put it for me to say, oh, yeah, I know I know how it feels. No, I don't. So Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. I think that um, it's really split 50-50. And half of the time, it's easy because I think that um, coming in with a female approach, we can be a little bit more emotional. And you're more willing as a male in this industry to open up about how you feel and Um, those needs for uh, software with someone who's female and that in that sense it's easy and on the other hand I think about 50% of the time it's proving that my experience can help you and a lot of that comes with what actually happens next Mm -hmm. right am I able to deliver on what your expectations are and I think a lot of times Um, maybe it's just looked at a little bit differently. Like, okay, is she really going to be able to follow through with this? Does she really understand my challenges that I'm facing Mm -hmm. in my male-dominated industry? Mm -hmm. And when you show them, then that just shuts it right down, and that other 50% comes along just as easy as the first 50%. Exactly, and we're best friends for life. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. I've had this conversation a couple of times because... One of the greatest sales influencers for me is Kim Wool, mm-hmm. who's been here for 18 years. Yeah. And she had not only is she in this industry, but she's in the South um, in the industry, which is probably 95 or 98% male-dominated. And she just is amazing and has done amazing things. And I never once looked at it like she's a woman or anything else like that that's, that's, that's in the minority of people in the industry. She just knew her stuff. Yeah. So, Leslie, what advice would you give for folks out there um, and how they would uh, shape their identity and how they are at work um, and how they would show how they should show up to work with their colleagues and clients? Yeah, I think a lot of times I start with um, if someone and you said this before, but if someone asks you, who are you? What do you say? And and a lot of times we identify ourselves based on our work and our job title. Um, and 
when you engage in any sort of activity for the majority of your day, that naturally becomes more and more central to your identity. And so it's really common to wrap up your identity in what jobs you have in your career. And if you have a bad day at work, then it becomes, you know, I feel bad about myself because I feel bad about something that happened at work. Or if you fail, you then turn that into I'm a failure. So I think a lot of that is separating Uh, for yourself and asking yourself a different question and saying, what's my purpose? And uh, then that becomes the driver behind everything, how you show up at work, what your values are, how you show up at home in all these different titles that you could carry, parent, spouse, friend, manager, leader, whatever that turns out to be. So just flipping that question and and figuring out what your purpose is and then living that through wherever you show up at work and at home. Ready to get inspired about your work as a facility or operations professional? Join us at our annual Maintenance and Operations Conference, Dude University in Raleigh, North Carolina, May 16th to 19th, 2021. Our four-day experience for operations professionals is packed with education, training, and networking opportunities you'll actually benefit from. It's our way of celebrating you, so you can go back to your organization with renewed confidence and inspiration. Learn more and register online at university.dudesolutions.com. And I think that one of the things that's uh, something I talk about a lot with people is, you know, there's this often this this misconception of the the separation or delineation of home and work. And the reality is, you should be the same person straight through. Like the person you are at home making breakfast, coming into the office, you should be pretty much the same person. That brand isn't just a nine to five brand. That identity is not just a, a five to nine. You know, when you're home, it's 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 really a, a collaborative. It's got to come together. It's all got to be in sync because otherwise, that purpose that you talk about, when it comes to profession anyway, it, it's never it's never going to be true. It's never going to be. It's you're never going to have that happy go lucky skip through the hallway feeling like you're right. excited to be here because it's not you. It's not a true brand or true identity, right? Right, and I think that you know when you're interviewing for a job, you're on your best behavior. Yeah. When you're dating someone, you're on your best behavior, and then after a while, that that honeymoon phase is over, just right. like it is with your company. And um, if you can be comfortable with who you are and who your purpose is, and show up as yourself from the beginning, mm-hmm. it saves you from having to have that secondary. It's exhausting to try to pretend to be two people, yeah. right? It's like, here's home, Leslie, and here's work, Leslie. And it just becomes um, very emotionally consuming. It takes away from your ability to get other things done in your day. Right. And it's the, uh, the Read from Resume 101 book of what to say and how to say it. And it's like, you know the question. Well, where do you see yourself in five years? And the you know the answer that you're supposed to say is something like, "I see myself, you know, growing with the company and being here, doing wonderful things and making a difference and hit, you know hitting my numbers and all this." And the reality, it's like a lot of people just say, "You know I what? Know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I just right. I really like it here, and I'd really like the opportunity to work here. And let's see how this goes. Like, let's just give each other a chance and mm-hmm. have." A mindset like that opposed to having everything kind of all planned out right okay. and and uh, too many people do that well great what are what what are some actionable takeaways Leslie that uh, 
you would want to offer to focus on for people's work identity? Yeah, I often use the three P's, um, permission, purpose, and plan. And we talked about this earlier, how important it is to not separate who you are at home versus who you show up as at work. And so giving yourself the permission to untie that link between my title and who I actually am. And um, a lot of people have to do this more than once, right? It's Mm -hmm. like every day I have to show up and say, I am not my title. And uh, the answer to who am I does not have to lie in all those titles that I carry. The next one, purpose, I think asking yourself, what do I want? What are my unique talents? What are my gifts? And and how can I help other people? Mm -hmm. And being able to find out what your purpose is And then that last part is to craft a plan. So how do you tie that purpose that you discovered through your work, through your home life, and show up as yourself through every title that you carry? That title could be is very long if we think about it. So it's not just manager, leader, salesperson. It's we carry a whole bunch of different titles. So that's a great that's a great takeaway. You know, wrapping up, just one thing that kind of came to my mind is how can you also help others to show up to work? Like, what do we do to, to do that, to help others, not just ourselves? I love this. It's something that's on my heart every day. I think all employees want to feel valued and respected when they come to work. And if we're constantly worried about how our supervisors and other people are perceiving us, then we're not able to really be effective and as productive as we can. So for most people, giving them confidence fuels their potential. And the most impactful way, I think, for you to help others show up as themselves at work is to really take that time to see their talent and then shining a light on that good work and the the positive traits that make that person an asset to your team or to our company and providing that confidence for them to be themselves then helps them live through their identity at work. That's good stuff. I got to tell you, that's a, that's a great way to wrap this up. I think that uh, shining the light or celebrating, I think you and your team do a phenomenal job of that. It's a, it's a constant celebration, whether you guys are running around with uh, costumes from uh, what was the, what was the uh, movie that, or the show that you guys were doing. Um, oh gosh, it's just, Game of Thrones. Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. I saw the sword today, and I'm like, oh yeah, the Game of Thrones. But you do, you guys do a great job of celebrating not just yourselves, but your team and this company. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for coming in, taking some time out of your day. I know you got to get back to the team and make things happen and get people uh, rocking and rolling here, and and giving them their uh, reminding them of their permission, purpose, and plan. I think that's a great takeaway. We'll put that on the uh, show notes. And uh, you did a great job. First podcast under your belt. This is exciting stuff. Uh, I'm a pro now. You are you are a seasoned pro, and we will have you back again some other time. And great, thanks so much, Josh. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Operate Intelligently podcast, produced by Dude Solutions. You can reach us by emailing dspodcast at dudesolutions.com or check us out on the web at dudesolutions.com.